This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your guy, Corey Dove, C. Richardson, here in the place to be. What's good, Journey of the Pimpinaires family, man? I hope you all are doing fantastic. Hope you are doing well. I hope you are staying blessed, man, and getting rid of these curses, getting rid of these generational flaws that have been passed down from generation to generation that were instilled in us to keep us under the mind control of the masses. Yo, get up off your asses and let's get done with these taxes, baby. Let's do the right thing. Thing. let's build these membranes let's build these new brains to think in a new way man let's get rid of this insanity and bring in a light that's all about sanity and love and peace and tranquility anyways neither here nor there that is what it's all about in the journey of the pimpinaires is being able to find your own inner peace being able to find your own love self-love because if you don't love yourself you can't love anyone else people don't understand that and i know that's becoming cliche more people are starting to say it and i'm glad people are starting to say it because we really need to open our eyes and awaken to this thought you cannot love anyone else if you don't love yourself I was under that impression. I was always trying to give out love. I was always trying to make a change, be a difference maker, go out there and listen to people and touch people and help people. But I wasn't helping myself and I wasn't loving myself. And we have to be able to love ourselves first. You got to love yourself. And now I'm on a whole new level. I love myself, man, so much. I enjoy just spending time with myself and being able to be alone. I know I speak about this a lot on podcasts, but I got to get this message out. I got to make sure you guys understand that, that you have to be able to spend time alone. You got to be able to isolate yourself and just be able to listen to yourself. And one of the main things, the main ingredients to that whole recipe is being able to detach yourself from all of your devices. And this is something that I've recently learned and it's like I've been working with it and I've been like studying it and experimenting with it, I should say. And it's truly, truly a huge blessing to be able to just silence everything, have complete quiet and peace. Uh, I mean, here lately, I've turned off everything. I don't like on these days, the certain days that I do this, I don't have the TV on. I don't have the computer on. I turn off my cell phone, make sure the kids are good. And I turn off my cell phone. I turn off Alexa. I, I don't want any distractions, nothing, nothing to interfere with me. The only thing that would make it even better is if I wasn't living in the situation I'm living in. I, have, I stay in an apartment, but if I actually had my own house where I could just live in silence no distractions no nobody like jumping up and down on the stairs or you know anything else it'd be that much better but i'm telling you guys the the peace that you feel is surreal <laughs> i need to put that on the shirt the peace that you feel is surreal because you become connected with your higher presence you connect you become connected with the god that you pray to you become more humble you become more um appreciative for everything that you have in life you're not being distracted by all these chaotic things coming in and out of your life and i always having to feel like you got there's something else to do always feeling like you got to call somebody always feeling like you need somebody around you always feeling like you got to be seeing what the joneses are doing so you can try to keep up with them no man once you let all that junk go man you feel amazing because you understand that god gave you your own purpose that you're in your own lane you don't need to compete with anybody which brings us to our topic for today 
it's letting go of all that unnecessary stuff. And part of that is letting go of this violence. Letting go of the violence, man. It's not needed. I spent a big part of my my teen years in my early uh, in my twenties. I was putting in I was putting in the work into this violence. Like I always like fighting football, being hitting people, running people over, st- standing on top of them, like needing to be the baddest and the meanest. And, you know, and then like as I said in my twenties, that's when most of the fighting started happening. I got in the air force and. We started just doing all this unnecessary fighting, and you know, it was just it was cool, but it wasn't un- it's so unneeded, man. It wasn't necessary, and I start you know understanding that other cultures and other ethnicities and other people were already advancing past the need for violence. In the civil our civilization is long past due that we are advance and we mature to the point where we understand that nothing comes out of violence but more violence it's one of those sinister cycles that we always speak about where everything that we do either comes around in a newer light in a better light or we stay in the same cycle and it becomes darker and more bleaker and our violence cycle is becoming more and more bleaker like a lot of the ogs and a lot of uh the old heads I speak with they're talking about how these kids nowadays are afraid to fight and they blame it on cell phones and technology yes that plays a part but the thing is that kids don't fight anymore they pull out guns and if you listen to the rap songs and a lot of the music nowadays that's the first thing they talk about they're like oh we don't scrap no more we throw away we we throw bullets we don't throw hands and I think honestly and now that we're at that point to where our our communities are becoming war zones and everybody's out there trying to pop a cap in somebody's butt or doing these drive-bys and pulling out the nine and busting somebody in the head. It's time for us to reset. It's time for us to reorganize and reset. We have to come back together as communities and say, no, we no longer want this. It's time to let go of it. And if you look at it, a lot of the violence that we go through or that comes into our communities is through our pride and through our hubrises. It's through us trying to compete for something that doesn't even matter. You know, here in, matter of fact, it is starting to become a thing. I was going to say where I live, it's not so much as a big thing, but it's starting to become a bigger thing. Is people wanting to beef and argue over blocks and hoods. But the thing is, these blocks and hood that they're arguing and complaining over, all those houses are renting. There's no ownership on those neighbor, in those neighborhoods. So what are you competing over? You competing over something that at the end of the day, the person that you renting that house from could kick you out and that you'll be living on the street. You over there shooting and killing somebody over a street that's going to either be irrelevant five years from now. You know, when I was growing up, there used to be the same thing where people were like, oh, yeah, I'm this block. I'm this street. And that was because a lot of these dudes were trying to. Uh, copy and implement what they are seeing in movies and what they hear about and like happening in California or New York and all these places because that was a cool thing to do but it's not if you think about it you over there competing for something that doesn't matter you have no ownership on that in that neighborhood in that block your mama is paying rent to somebody else so you over there you about to lose your life for something that at the end of the day 
you have no ownership of. You ready to fight somebody over something that you have no ownership of instead of building your brother up. When if you look at each other, you guys could probably feed off each other. Your brother is probably good at something that you weak at. Your sister is probably good at something that you bad at. And you probably strong in something that they need your help in. If you look at all these different cultures and these different ethnicities, they come together. They don't compete over the silly stuff. Matter of fact, they hardly ever compete, period. Unless they're playing like a sport. And even then, it's usually friends. There's usually having a good time through that community or through that those means. Because they understand that, I'm all right, I'm not going to the NBA. I don't want to go to the NBA. I got my own purpose. I have a new journey. I'm not going to compete with you about this. Like, we can have a good time and have fun. Let's go out there and play basketball. Let's go out there and play flat football or something. But we don't need to be out there arguing and bickering over something that doesn't matter at the end of the day. Instead, use my competitive drive to push myself to be better in my purpose. To be greater in my purpose. Everybody can't be Muhammad Ali. Everybody can't be Michael Jordan. Everybody can't be... Tom Brady we gotta be our own light if you look at it some of our greatest people are the people the people that go down in legend are those people that pursued their purpose full force you didn't see you don't see Neil deGrasse Tyson going out in the streets trying to punch people and beat people up and act like he's the hardest one in the room no come on man wake up you don't see Jamie Foxx going out there beating people up. He's one of our greatest actors. Denzel Washington. Yeah, they from the street. And yes, they can protect themselves. They can defend themselves. But they don't go around looking for that beef. It's pointless. It's senseless. And you damn sure don't see them trying to go around shooting people. You got to think about it, man. When you shoot somebody, it's two lives lost. Theirs and yours. Because in most cases, the judicial system is set up to put you in that, in that prison system. You ain't, you're not meant to be able to kill people with a gun. Open your mind. Open your skull, Ox. Think. Use your head. Think, man. I hate the name. I'm sorry I called you a name. But listen, man. I need y'all to listen. We got to open our minds up. We got to quit competing with one another and instead embrace each other. Help each other out. Quit trying to always fight each other. No. For what? All it is is repeat the cycle. And then our next generation think they got to grow up and be these manly men and, and they got to hold these hubrises. Man, I, so check this out. I've been reading. I finally got through with it. And it's a super long book. But I read the Game of Thrones, the first Game of Thrones book. I was sort of like, my mom was blown knowing that there's like two or three more. I'm not going through those two or three more because just Game of Thrones really isn't. It's not my it's not my cup of tea to be honest with you. It's just like I'm sort of past that whole mentality of these whole like, oh, a king needs to be able to go out there and cut people's heads off and all this. Like to me, that stuff doesn't matter because if you look at it in essence, everybody has a purpose. I think a true king is a person that can put people in, in their purpose and their positions and allow them to thirst and let their community and their and their whole ecosystem thrive. And become better that's how you build a kingdom by helping people find their purpose by helping people become better not going out there and having to slay and be like oh i'm a sir vermilion in this kingdom is talking trash so i'm gonna go and knock him off I'm like what man all we've been we've been repeating this cycle for so long and you know it's funny because we always well 
a lot of intelligent people understand that women mature and women are more intelligent in a lot of regards than we are and they advance further than we are and there's a reason for that they used their minds instead of just their their heads and their dicks and their hubrises like you know women they, they'll get down if they need to but they don't go around looking for it they usually use their words usually communicate it. now if us as men if we started doing that same thing and we started communicating each other with each other and building our kingdoms together instead of always trying to conquer and divide and all this unnecessary stuff think about how much we could flourish <laughs> And this isn't just towards the black community or the Hispanic community or anything else. This is everybody that lives in these hoods, in the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? We under we gotta understand how to advance, how to become more civilized, how to develop new narratives. Understand that we have meaning and purpose outside of being these warrior spirits that are just beating ourselves down. You know we're being controlled. Once again, by a force that we can fight if we just open our eyes and our minds and our hearts and our souls and choose to change our ways to do things differently. We look at these people in history that were some of the greatest of the greats. You know, we love bringing up Martin Luther King. We love bringing up Jesus, Gandhi, Buddha, and all these phenomenal angels that were on this earth to walk the earth, God's children. Yet we don't want to follow them. Instead, we want to listen to these same people who want to keep us down, who wants to keep who want to keep us crabs in these buckets. But if we follow these people, these people are about peace. These people are about harmony. These people are about coming together, loving one another. Now there's always gonna be balance in the world. So yes, there are always gonna be those people that rather have violence and rather have the ignorant and everything else but we got it's time for us to it's time to do both those advance and evolve i think it's really cool how um if you guys don't know you guys should look this up the james webb telescope it was launched about a year or two ago so we're starting to get back some of those reports from the james webb telescope and some of the reports are showing that there's galaxies that are more advanced than ours and solar systems that are more advanced and mature than ours are and it really opened my mind because me, I always understood that there, had, you know, we all have this hubris where it's like, oh, no, we, we, we're probably the most advanced civilization and we're the only human living creatures. And I was like, that's, that's always to me being BS. Like, come on, we got to be smarter than that. But now that, you know, science is starting to confirm me because, you know, a lot of people are scientific and they need to be. Which science is always questioning itself. If you don't know that, people love to say, oh, I believe in science. Well, science is always questioning itself. If if something was proven, then it's not science. But now that these things are starting to be seen and that we're starting to realize that there are galaxies that are more mature than ours, it made me wonder. It made me think, like, there's worlds out there that are done with the violence, done with killing, done with slaughtering, done with all these things, homicides and genocides and all these senseless things and they're living in peace and they probably have one of the greatest civilizations ever their their technology is probably so much further advanced than ours will ever be because we can't let our hubris down we always got to be divided by some social construct that doesn't matter like race gender ethnicity it's just it just 
the list, the list can just keep going on and on and on and on. Disabilities. We have so many things that divide us and keep us apart. But if we were to come together and let go of all that, just think about how much we could solve. Just think about it. World hunger would be resolved. We could figure out how to advance and have buildings where nobody would have to live, in, live homelessly. Everybody would have means of transportation. Everybody would be able to work a job that they feel purposeful in and that they have a desire to do. To me, that's what building the kingdom is. This is the new style of kingdom, an advanced kingdom where love is the main benefactor, where we all love one another and respect one another and appreciate one another for who they are and what they bring to the table. Not worried about, oh, this person dresses this way, or this person walks that kind of way, or this person does this, this person likes this type of person. Who cares? It's not you. It's not your body. It's not your spirit. Leave it alone and just accept them and welcome them for who they are. You know, um, I, I, just, I just can't stress this enough, man. It's just like, it shouldn't matter. Now, there are things that I do stand my ground on, you know, like... I don't I don't agree with pedophilia uh, and the reason there's a strong reason behind that is I don't feel like people should be be stuck in a rut from an early age like they should be able to live their entire childhood and go through every stage of life and not have to worry about doing all these advanced things that they they can come to later in life like to me you gotta the pedophilia is it's unnecessary and I think that's big part of people not believing in themselves and thinking that they can find a partner of age but some people are just attracted to younger kids but that's one thing that it's in my soul I can't I can't get down with it I just and I have kids and I don't want my kids being touched or looked at by an older man because that's not fair to my kids when your mind is more mature than someone else, it's so much easier to manipulate that person. And that's why I don't believe in pedophilia. Not getting too far into that. But all these other unnecessary uh, constraints that are just holding us back, I think they need to be gone. Quit looking at people for their age. Quit looking at people for their disabilities. Quit looking at people for their sex, their gender, their ethnicity. Like, let it go. Love them for who they are. Even if they're gay, heterosexual, um, bisexual. Why does it? Why does it matter to you? If you're fully heterosexual, then why does it matter if someone else is homosexual? Why? They're not bothering you. In most cases, they don't even. They they don't. Apparently, they're not looking at you. So why does it bother you? You can still have your kids, and you can still raise your kids to be who they're gonna be, because at the end of the day, if your kids end up becoming, uh homosexual are you going you going to cut them off hey go look in the bible homosexuality is all throughout the bible there's a lot of kings since y'all want to call yourselves kings that had male concubines go look what a concubine is for those who don't who are too lazy go look it up hey they're basically like sexual mates so, I mean, it's always been a part of history. It's either you, I don't know, you got to let it go, man. Because your main asset could be someone that is homosexual. Some of my 
greatest friends that I've met, they were homosexual. And those dudes were some of the hardest dudes, man. Like, they would, I hate to say it like, but <laughs> some of those guys, man, they would, and I mean hard as in, like, they would, like, they weren't afraid to throw punches and everything else. But, like I said, we don't, it shouldn't be that way. They shouldn't need to have, feel that way to always defend themselves. But that's part of building this new style of kingdom where we're letting these things go, these social combines, constructs, I can't even get my words out because it bothers me, but these social confines that are holding us back and holding us in these sinister cycles instead of just loving each other like quit fighting over these women quit fighting over these dudes if you got to fight over somebody then is that person really was that person really meant for you that's when you got to talk to god and really ask if this person meant for me, because if this person was meant for me, I shouldn't have to fight for them. It should be we we, we gel, we we come together. I've talked, I've spoken with so many people that have been married for so long about their love and how they came together, and I hardly ever hear a story where it's like, "Oh yeah, I fell in love with him when he beat up Billy Joe. He just beat him up for me, and I fell in love with him." I'm like, I hardly ever hear those kind of stories. Most of the time, it's like, man, he was goofy. He he made me laugh. We just uh, she laughed at my jokes. We came together. We had this in common and that in common, and we were able to just strive. It wasn't all this unnecessary stuff. And if you're a father and you're trying to push your daughters or your daughters to find somebody that will do all that unnecessary stuff, then you're in the wrong, man. Because the odds are you didn't have to do that. I'm on the bet. Now, you do want somebody that can protect your daughter. I 100% want somebody to protect my daughter. But at the end of the day, I also teach my kids that they don't need to be in these situations where they need to feel like they're in danger. If you feel like you're in danger, you need to leave that situation. That's bad energy. You don't need to be in that. Because if you're in that kind of situation, that means you're not having a good time. That means you're anxious, you're stressed, depressed. If we start all moving in that kind of manner... Those people that put people in danger or that make people anxious or kills the energy, they're either going to have to change their ways or they're going to have to quit showing up because people aren't going to want to be around them. Let's do that. That's how we can fix people without having to fix people. Showing people that we're not going to allow you to put us in these situations where we can't have a good time together, where we can't love each other, we'll love one another. You got a friend that's racist that doesn't like certain people, but you you're maybe you're on the fence. And maybe you're like, man, I don't know, man. I didn't like black people. But now, you know, I'm changing, I'm changing my mindset. I'm coming around more people, especially more black males or black women that are just like their presence is just pure. Like they're they're loving, they're kind, they're gentle, they're not the stereotypes that my racist friends try to make them out to be. No, they're completely different. These people are good people. Then it's time to step away from that friend. And then they're going to ask and they wonder, well, why are you leaving? It's because my mindset has changed. I'm building a new kingdom where we can come together. We're building love. We're building peace like God wanted us to have. 
Don't be afraid to step away from these negative people and these toxic people because, like I said, either that person's going to change their ways or that person's going to go go their other way. And you're going to find people that bring you peace and love and harmony. You're going to be around the people that you need to be around. So quit fighting over these people. Don't don't let them destroy you. Be a better spirit. Uh, this has been a great podcast, guys. We're going to end it there. I hope you all got the message. I hope you all got I hope you guys go out there and strive for success, strive for greatness, and just pursue this cause. Let's build new kingdoms. Let's move into this new civilization. So that way when we do run into uh aliens and they start coming, we don't gotta be like, oh, we got guns drawn. Cause guess what? They're probably gonna be more advanced than us anyways. They have weapons that can destroy us a lot quicker than we can even like fathom pulling the trigger. So let's just say, oh, no, we've came to peace. We've come to love, come to tranquility. Now, I will add this. Don't disrespect us. Don't don't put your hands on nobody or there's going to be problems. Don't let nobody put their hands on you because then you got to stand up. You do stand up for yourself. Don't. There is a difference between being a punk and being wise. Most of the time we need to be wise. Separate yourself from a from a dangerous or a toxic situation get yourself out of it but if somebody's being disrespectful and they they put their hands on you defend yourself you got to defend yourself you do have to defend yourself i can't stress that enough defend yourself and defend your family don't let nobody you know hurt somebody in front of you that's not fair but at the same time remove yourself from the situation and once these aliens come down, we'll be like, no, we are about peace. Like, help us advance our technologies. Help us advance our civilization. Show us how to become better. And we drop our hubris. We're not competing with these aliens. We're instead, we're embracing them now. And they embrace us. It's love. <sighs> it's love, man. So with that being said, man, I'm your guy, the love king, Corey. Dub C. Richardson here with another journey of the pimpinaires, man. All praises go up to the most high. I can't say thank you enough. I love God. I love Mama Yah. I love all the angels that come down to this earth, the children of God that try to make a difference, that did make a difference. Now, however minute or big it was, they made a difference. They made a change. And that's what our job is to do. Come together and we're going to make the change. Build a new kingdom. Build a new civilization. That solve these issues that should have been solved a long time ago. World hunger, peace, um, homelessness, um, abandonment. All these things that we could easily solve if we come together and love one another. So let's do this together. Yo, shout out to future wifey out there. I hope you're ready and prepared. Because, man, we coming. We bringing the love, man. We shuffling up the love. That's all it's about. With that being said... Peace, love, and tranquility to my family. I love you guys. Peace. This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out.